Okay, Sid, we're at episode three, and I have very exciting news. I get these stats emails of how our podcast is doing, and we are the number one sports podcast in Bermuda. <laughs> that is a, that's brilliant. Number one sports cast in Bermuda. That's like, I re- I'm putting that on my CV. I'm putting that down. Thank you, everybody in Bermuda, for downloading and listening. <laughs> I'm assuming that all the athletes who were sitting around for the WTCS race were listening. That's, that's That works for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. Oh, my God, that's awesome. So this week, we are going to talk about the WTCS race in Bermuda and Flora doing Flora things. And, uh, and then I ran the New York Marathon, not the same as Bermuda. And, you know, what we can... What we thought went well, what, what Ironman could learn or not learn. And then there are a lot of races left at the end of the year here. There are. I'm getting that, like, definite, oh, I should have carried on and raced. And then also in the other side of me going, I couldn't, I'm broken. And also, I just don't know what day it is of the year at the moment anyway with all my travel. So, but yeah, there's a lot of races coming up. So we'll talk about all of that. So I, I did the New York Marathon this weekend, and you apparently uh, you were so inspired by me that you're going to do it next year. Um, I have potentially it's been discussed about doing it next year, so I want to keep in the loop. It's on my bucket list. I would love to do it. I've never done. Actually, that's a lie. I did a standalone marathon um, when I first started the sport, and every and you know when you're doing training for an Ironman and you think you have to do a standalone marathon before you do the right. Ironman, and that was Sydney, which you do which not. You do not. I will clarify that you do not. Um, and I did Sydney, but I would love to do like London Marathon, New York, Boston, I think are probably the three marathon, de, uh, not mar- uh, Comrades Marathon, but that's a different thing. But yeah, I would love to do New York. Right. And I did as I'm in the US again uh, and it was Sunday morning and I could sit down with a coffee and watch the coverage of the race. I didn't see you. I did look out for you. Didn't see you, though. Okay. But yeah, I was impressed. My it mom. Looks me- uh... It looks epic. Oh, it's epic. It's 550,000 people. My mom, there are like set cameras that are just to watch runners go by, not the actual like leaders. My mom did watch those. And then she didn't, she didn't like the shooting style on one of the cameras. So she let, she like emailed the race directors and let them know they need to change their shooting stuff. And they told her that was a good point. <laughs> they emailed oh, wow. That's, I, I, I'm impressed they replied and responded. That's legit. Wow. Heck. Full credit. Yeah. So it's a very well run. I one of the things I will tell you, I was very impressed with how well run it is. It is fifty thousand people. There was some there's something over that. It was close to fifty yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Yeah. It in London are the two biggest and it's a little bit one of the, this UK guy who was standing by me in line was like, No, this is a way bigger production than London. I think it's just like a lot a lot more spectator like a lot more people in in New York. a much bigger city, you know what I mean? Like New York's also just already so yeah. so crowded. So many people. I've just been like, oh my god, there's too many people. <laughs> yeah. um, too many people. But I was really impressed with just the organization. I told you I talked to the crowd scientist guy, who I do have like a Q&A that I need to put up, uh, from him. And I could see why they need a crowd scientist. Like, it is literally just like such... Even There are little things, even like loading the buses in the morning, which like you have to get like 10,000 people on these buses at like 5.30 in the morning. And you know how you've been... I have done this. I have gotten on the, enough buses at enough races to know there are bad ways to do this and good ways. And they had it down. Like they just like had like 
the flow. You know what I mean? Like they just kept yeah. filling in the spaces, kept the buses rotating out, like kept it moving. Whereas I've stood in St. George at 70.3 Worlds and like that bus system was a shit show, yeah. right? Like, and you're like begging someone to let you on a bus because you're going to miss the start, yeah. right? So there's just little, like they just have it dialed. And I'm interested, did you get to run, like, so I was watching it for the first time and learning, and I didn't realize there was, like, a double, a double layer, is that what you call it, start, um, and you right. go over the top, or the, which layer of the bridge were you lucky enough to run over? Because I've heard you don't want to be on the bottom, because it could get a bit messy with people from the top throwing, or the, whatever uh, they want to do in early miles of the run. They were making these constant announcements before the start. Do not pee yes. on the bridge. <laughs> you will be disqualified if you pee on the bridge. Yeah. Um, I was on the top, which is also, you get this like lovely view. Yeah. There was like some ceremony. I don't know what the word is, but like a boat blowing water and like a horn next to it. And you could like see the city. It's very nice. It's very lovely. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. And then how, because I'd heard, yeah, if you're on the bottom, you can sometimes get a rain, a shower from the above level people. Um, how do they bring that back together? Oh, it's crazy. They actually have like three different start corrals. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of corrals, but three different starts, three different starts. And you get funneled into three different routes, essentially, mm -hmm. that go like parallel and on different sides of the uh, road because it's yeah. so crowded. They have to have them separated. And then they come back together at mile eight. Oh, wow. -ish. Okay. Yeah. But there is a point where you're both running. Like you can see the people on the other side of the road. And you're, but then, then they like go off yeah. and then they come back and you merge and they're, so it's like, it's kind of crazy. Huh. That, I think that's what they do in London. I think they have like two different starts that sort of run parallel and parallel. Yeah. So that, I mean, it makes sense when you've got numbers like 50,000 and stuff like that. So yeah. Like, so yeah. how was your, it's way too many, how was your day then? It was terrible. <laughs> it was awful. No, it was, uh, I mean, whatever personal crisis over here, but no, I, uh, I think everyone, anyone who watched it, I mean, you saw the lead guy yeah. who was in the lead collapse from the heat, like mile 20. It was a hot day. So mm. I feel a little bit better that I was not the only one who was <laughs> suffering, but I got, I got very hot. And I think, uh, I mean, going into it, right. It was like seven, going, they kept saying it's gonna be really hot. It's gonna be like 75 degrees and humid. And I was like, runners are such whiners. <laughs> They're complaining about 75 <laughs> degrees. What's wrong with them? Um, so I was like not worried about it at all, which never bodes well. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> it was the humidity. The humidity, I think, is what did ever like did people in, and and because I'm a moron, uh, I didn't like slow down. I like went way too hard <laughs> for like an hour, and then I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, do I sense bad. like do I sense another blog about like what not to do in your first marathon kind of thing coming along? Like, not not what what not to do in that first triathlon, what not to do in a in a marathon. I mean, I think, I mean, this is like a personal, like, I think my problem tends to be that I, I mean, I know my fitness isn't where it has been, but in my, but I still like, without thinking about it, will run what I'm used to running. And then I'm like sitting there being like, no, you have to slow down. You're getting overheated. You're like, court like you got it. There's an alarm. You got to slow down, Kelly. Going, Woo, yeah. red light, red light. <laughs> yeah. And so then I'm like trying to slow down, but I'm like. I mean, I started with like the three-ish hour people who are, you know what I mean? So I'm like going backwards through them and I like can't slow down enough. So anyway, yeah. I thought I was going to have to drop out. I was so hot. You know, when you're like, you can't get your heart rate down. You can't, like I couldn't breathe. Right. And uh, it was like around mile 11 and I was just like, fuck, I'm fucked. And I start walking and I really thought I was like, I was literally sitting there being like, 
shit, right? Like, am I going to have to get on a subway? Like, what am I doing? And a girl running by and shouted, she was just like in the race. And she's like, oh my God, do you need ice? And I was like, fuck yes, I need ice. And she handed me this like Ziploc bag and I just like stuffed it down my shirt, like held it. I was like running, holding it on my face until I could like cool (laughs) off. And I could like feel, like it was one of those ones where you like, I could feel myself cooling off finally. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Take ice with you. It was brutal. Ice. Ice, ice. And so, yeah, so, I mean, it was pretty bad. So I finished. It was fine. But then even later, like, as I started running again, like, a couple miles, other people started, like, people started collapsing. I saw people, like, literally just, like, pass out in front of me. And, like, you know, spectators would swarm. It was like, what is happening? Yeah, it looked. (laughs) This is crazy. I mean, we we obviously saw the the lead man. um, And then we, like, the camera, once the pros had finished, would show, you know, everyone else running and... It, it looked like a war zone. It looked like that, you know, the Iron Man shuffle of such. And they were only like eight miles in or something like that. And everyone was just yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was also like, I mean, like I said, like I was in like the first wave, first corral. These are people who like all had to have run. Like these are all people who had like qualifying times and like have run. And they were like, it was like, these are not the people who would like start out walking. Right. It's like, what are you? What is going on? Um, So it's good times. Great good time. Time. But it is really like once you once you like. Or like, okay, pull it together. It is just like constant crowd. Yeah, it looked amazing. So. It looked like definitely like one of those bucket list and experience races just to, from the the crowd support and just, yeah, I think just like being in New York City would be incredible to do that. Yeah. They're quite into it. Yeah. Quite in, which I think one of the things I was thinking about like our sport, along with how well organized they have it, you know, they've invested the money and the resources to, like, make it run smoothly and make sure, like, everybody gets where they need to, right? Like, they really, like, spend a lot of money to, like, make sure that all happens smoothly. Um, And, like, every police officer in the city was, like, for sure out. Of course, it's also... That that was probably the crime rate in every other part of the city on uh, yesterday morning was probably sky high because all the police (laughs) were at the marathon. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, I, I do think there was my behind the scenes kind of sense and also in like other government things is that there is a heightened threat a heightened threat level right now that there's like for sure yeah like we were i was telling you i mean ironman florida this weekend uh car hit the lead like age grouper which i mean i don't you know i don't know the details of that obviously we know in saint george the person just like drove through the cones and the volunteers but i was telling you like if someone had tried to drive on course yesterday like they would have been shot yeah like the police would have just swarmed it. It would have like, it just would not I mean, they're happened. a little bit um, probably different. Like it was very heavily yeah. policed. Uh, it's also a run. It's a smaller, smaller footprint. Yes. It's in the middle of a city. Um, so if you're shutting down those roads, like there's the cars aren't going anywhere kind of thing. They're not even cutting across a road to get anywhere. No. Um, like it is, you can't really do that for an Ironman race, no. like complete shutting down of the road and having police line it for, you know, I know the amount of police that were demanded by the local um, town, city, community in Dallas for the PTO race, I know was like ridiculous in terms of numbers and then the cost. Um, And so like for Ironman, look, obviously you never want things like this to happen. Um, And obviously we've just had two races where it's kind of happened. So it's very forefront of the mind. I think it's hard to blame the organization to some extent you know like i said in st george that she just ignored the, vol- the you know the guy the volunteer who was waving the flag and telling her to stop so but yeah it's a different level i think 
also like again like you said new york big prime city in the u.s security risk is going to be sky high like you saying you weren't allowed to run with um camelbacks and camelbacks stuff. i mean they yeah pulled someone out of they were i saw them pull multiple people out of line yeah. to be like you're gonna have to like take that off lose that yeah. you had to go through security just to get into the start yeah. um so yeah it was pretty pretty crazy yeah. This girl next to me, I'm like saying like, wow, there are like a lot of rules. And she's like, well, I am pro the no guns at the start rule. And I was like, did you think you could, what the, what the fuck did you think was happening? <laughs> like... Like, welcome to America. It's in, it's in your race pack. Please do not bring your gun to the start of the race. We just might, you know, fire off a few shots as they play the national anthem. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. Oh, anyway. Yes. It was good times. I did also meet a guy who had just done the... Kona 70.3 Worlds Mer- New York triple. Oh, wow. Like this was his last. Yeah. How did he go? I was like, all right, then. Uh, I asked a good question. Uh, I, I, he, he started right by me. I should find out. If you need to search also, him out. Like, you need to down. search out and see how, that, how those last three weeks went. <laughs> yeah. But in some ways, I am sad that I did not go to Bermuda because the WTCS well and yeah. we are the number one podcast in Bermuda sports podcast yeah. like you'd have been like celebrity status been. they'd have changed <laughs> Flora Duffy Hill to triathlon ish mound I don't know right right mound <laughs> oh man so in some ways I like I mean so who, I've been to, I've would, been to Bermuda. I would have liked to have been in Bermuda sounds pretty yeah. idyllic to me yeah. I actually think if you're on the East Coast, it's actually a surprisingly cheap flight. It's like a direct yeah. flight from Boston or JFK or uh, DC. Um, that like is like 200 and something. Well, I guess I don't know inflation times, but it used to be like 250 bucks. So anyway, so I have definitely been there, and I've been there for like a Flora Duffy event thing, and like she's a, she's a, and that was she was a celebrity, and this was like before the Olympics. Now, like Talk holy shit, like I don't even about know. Yeah. pressure. Like, like I watched oh the God. race, the women's race, and. They are riding and running around Hamilton, isn't it? I think where it where it's kind of based yeah. out of. Yeah. And they're like riding along the top bit of the road on the course, and all you can see on a hotel, like just next to the race course, is this roof to floor full length image of Flora Duffy. And then you go around the corner, and it's like the Flora Duffy Hill. Everyone's got T-shirts saying "Go Flora." I mean. I know she thrives in that environment and she obviously, you know, she loves, she loves, um, she has embraced that status that she has, I think, really well in Bermuda. But, oh my gosh, talk about pressure. Like. Oh yeah. I I, like in some ways she like a hundred percent, right. She like knows it means a lot to Bermuda and she like, and she's like, you know, what's the word? Not like accepted that, walked, stepped into that role. Yeah. But uh yeah that would be insane especially like i think you know coming off the back of 70.3 worlds and yes different distances different races but and i actually forgot that she'd already won she'd had quite quite a solid wts season so far for some reason i'd kind of not really registered that thinking like her focus had been doing a bit more 70.3 and just that she hasn't really clicked at that distance but put her back at wts racing and a one day well, I say a one-day race, a series. She's in the la- in the running to be world champion again for the series. Um, Flora knows what to do. Flora does what Flora does best. Mm-hmm. She swims off the front, and then actually, so this yeah, they, I think there was a pack of six of them came out of the water, and then 
they obviously blinked in transition because Flora was away before any of them had even like, well, just any one of them had even got any, took taken their cap and goggles off kind of thing. And she just went off. I, I think she probably thought it was a bit rainy and windy. So apart from mm-hmm. it's Flora in Bermuda doing Flora things on Flora Duffy Hill, um, she probably thought with the conditions, it's better to be off out of a pack to get yeah. around the corners and stuff, even though she, because she can handle a bike, but um, right, others right. maybe wanna, not can't. Um, impressively, Maya Kingma, like I was surprised Sophie Coldwell didn't or couldn't go with Flora, but I think she shot out of T1 so fast, no one really hmm. kind of caught their breath. Um, Maya Kingma, though, impressively rode up to Flora uh, about, I think maybe lap two, can't quite remember. That was impressive. Um, and bridged the gap, and they then rode together for the rest of their ride. Destroyed everyone else, put like, I think the chase pack started like at 20 seconds behind, 30, 45, and by the end of the bike, they were two minutes behind. But Taylor Nib, who also did Taylor Nib things, and so, so this is the interesting thing for me. It was like, you go back to St. George, and Taylor Nib was on Lucy Charles' feet, and Flora Duffy was a minute back, maybe, Two minutes, in a pack. Minute and a half, yeah. Minute and a half, yeah, minute. We minute. go to Bermuda, and I appreciate that a lot of the swim in WTS races is based on your start on the pontoon. Flora swam 30 seconds into Taylor Nib in Bermuda, so it was a complete, like, different way around. Right. Um, and F- Taylor then also lost some more time at the, either in transition or at the start of the bike, and was wasn't even in the chase pack from Flora. It was like 45 seconds down. So it had to bridge up to the chase pack, which she did obviously on her own, sat with them for a bit. And then people were saying, I don't think she even attacked. I just think Nib did what Nib does. And she rode her watts hmm. and nobody could stay with her up the hill. And suddenly she's like bridging up to uh, Maya and Flora at the front. And, and um, it was kind of fluctuating around the 30 second mark and she sort of would gain a few seconds and it would drop back. So yeah, but still impressive. And then yeah, the run Flora just, there was, yeah. Maya King has been, had an ankle injury. So bless her, she couldn't run. Oh as, yeah, so yeah. she fell back yeah. and Beth Potter came through. Beth Potter ran yeah. It is interesting. Cause obviously when we talked about this before, different people are better at different styles yeah. and distances. And, and that's like more true than ever right now. Um, I also think there's an element to WTCS racing that there's like this extra element. I used to call it in triathlon, like the triathlon element, right? Where it's like, you're just good at the, and obviously WTCS has that to an even higher degree where like, it's just knowing how to race that style of racing. And I mean, Flora has like 16 years experience with that. And look, and and we say there's a lot of pressure with her being in Bermuda, but I think also for her, that would have been a massive lift and like just fired her up. You could see when she was announced, she was like just buzzing and she's that athlete that you know you put her in the olympic games you put her she can just flick that switch and i think probably at the moment the wts still has that slightly bigger fire burning for her i don't know i'm speculating it's gonna be interesting though because the next race which is the final in the series is abu dhabi and it's gonna be georgia taylor brown versus florida duffy for the world title series um Flora's got three wins and a bronze. Taylor's got three wins and a silver. So she's slightly ahead on points. So it's literally just who crosses that line as the winner. First, yeah. And GTV wasn't in Bermuda because she was recovering. That's right. And focusing on Abu Dhabi. I would say on a one-day race, as much as my heart says Georgia Taylor Brown, and I love her, and I'm British, Flora, I think, has that edge because Flora does Flora things in WTS racing. 
She's very good at it. Yeah. It's like kind of impressive. Yeah. She's also like, uh, well, maybe she's listening since it's the most popular in Bermuda. That's it. That's but you're about your like... the whole like she. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, it is fascinating to me. Like, she's one of my favorite people, and you just like in triathlon, and but you can just turn the switch. Just turn it. Yeah. Turn it on. It's crazy. Yeah. I bet. I do bet at this point, though, every person in Bermuda knows who she is. Every oh, single person. I would imagine. I think every oh, per- yeah. every single person was out there. I think they were all on the. They were all the, at the race. I would imagine. Like, I don't think there's you know anybody that doesn't know who she is or didn't know there was a race going on or, or anything. So yeah, I mean it's it's impressive. Like again, first you know athlete from tiny island to win a mm-hmm. win a gold medal or win a medal. Um, and then the, as I said, just that, what that has brought to the island and she, oh, yeah. yeah, anyway, we should talk about the men too, the men also, men also raced. raced, they actually raced first, the men raced they first, they were the, well, that's they, were the WTCS. they were the dress rehearsal, dare I say it, WTCS makes a big deal to always switch yeah. because, uh, equality is like part yeah. of the mission statement. Yes. So. Weird how that works. Anyway, Vincent, Vincent Louis. Louis. I heard this joke that Vincent Louis uh, reminded everyone who has short memories. That's, I did see that. that I think that was our, uh, our good yeah. colleague, uh, Tim Hemming, wasn't it, who put that one out? Yeah. Which actually is something I've been thinking a lot lately. I, I've been thinking that over and over and over again in the last couple of months as with this championship level season here. At the, you know, man, like triathletes have short memories. Yeah. Like people are like telling me stuff that you're like, yeah. That happened five, four years ago, and like no one, no one remembers, right? They short, we'd short all, ass we'd memories. all written, da- you know, everyone had written Daniela Reef off before St George, short yeah. memories kind of thing, yeah, um, yeah. Guys. Vincent Lewis. I mean, he, he has had a mixed year, but he has been injured a lot mm-hmm. as well. So um, we haven't probably seen him back to his. He was dominating the sport just before the Olympics. Oh yeah, the Tokyo Olympics. So, which is always the unfortunate thing about. Um, I mean, this happens obviously in like gymnastics sports a lot or ice skating. If you're just like the best in the world and dominating, but it doesn't hit right timing wise for the Olympics, yeah. oof. Yeah. Brutal. And you know, there's a big carrot up the road in two years' time in Paris, Paris? Um, oh, which yeah. I think will be gunning for him. Obviously, the, uh, let's say the Norwegians, Christian and Gustav. I was actually impressed. Christian came seventh, Gustav came tenth. After the weeks that they've had, that's freaking pretty impressive. Yes. I'm sure I think Christian was disappointed as he would be because we know he's always wants to win at be at the front. Um, but actually, I think that seventh I don't, was I don't think the way enough. the way the sport is moving on. I think like seventh was after the last few weeks was pretty solid. I think Gustav like because he was struggling a little bit to adapt back to WTS racing. Mm-hmm. So tenth place for him. But, but I also was going to say I don't think he was disappointed. I no, think I think like, no, no. I, that's what I mean. I think Gustav would have been pretty stoked. I think Christian maybe. But they've clearly got, they're like, I think Gustav, I saw in a, a post, he's like, yeah, eyes locked on to Paris 2024. So the Norwegians are both gunning for it. Obviously, Vincent Luis will be, um, Hayden Wild didn't race in Bermuda. He's again, he's focusing on Abu Dhabi because he's in line mm-hmm. to win that, the World Series there. Uh, Alex Yee, um, I didn't watch the men's race, but I didn't, I think he was... No, no. I think I think the guys. I think in general, the people who are kind of focusing on the world title were recovering yeah, from Super, Super League, Alec, um, or like you know they've had a lot of racing yeah. recently, and then they'll uh, be in Abu Dhabi. It's just like a points kind of a calculation. Yeah. Obviously, there were some people who, from Super like 
Spivey, Sophie Caldwell, yeah. or in Bermuda. Like, some people went both, but, you know, yeah. you're just kind of balancing. Because WTCS does pay well. Yeah. Obviously, Super League pays more, but then season end rankings pay well for yeah. WTCS, so it's a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But thank, anyway. But thank you to all our Bermudan fans for listening yes. to the podco- pod- pod- host podcast. <laughs> There are another a few other races left in the season, as I uh, was reminded. I, so I said last week that, like, oh, there's only a couple races left. And people were like, no, Kelly, there's quite a few. Which, I mean, obviously we could get into the whole, like, what counts as a big race. Yep. I think that's, like, a very fair, like, Muscle Bay 70.3, sure. Emma Pallant Brown won it, but, like, I don't, I don't Or, like, Cabo 70.3, like, sure. I mean, I've done that race, yeah. right? Like, it's a, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying it's a bad race, but, like, is it, like, yeah. there's so many different tiers of racing at this point. So anyway, WTCS is finishing out in Abu Dhabi at the end of the yes. year. It is the finale. They also have the age group world championships there then, which I know some people are going to, which will be, it's just funny to me. It's like over Thanksgiving weekend here oh, yeah, in yeah. the US. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And then you have, obviously we talked about Clash Daytona and uh, Indian Wells, I feel like it's last I, I was going to say, so I think actually, then. so Clash Daytona, I think might be quite interesting because I've heard rumors mm. that there's quite a few short course athletes racing. And by short course athletes, like super sprint, super league-esque mm. athletes. Because the the distance in Daytona, it's gone, it's gone back to the original Daytona distance. So it's, again, slightly okay. shorter than the, the half again. Um, and I think, yeah, I've heard a few, a few rumors that it kind of will be quite a good mix of middle distance specialists, but with these sort of super sprint, sprint distance athletes coming up. So that could be interesting. Um, that'll be fun yeah Daytona distance was fun it's yeah, a fun distance it is I thought it was really yeah. good fun far too short for me and I'm not racing it but I will hopefully be there um, but we have got yeah uh, what do we got Ironman Arizona but, and then I was going to say there are two yeah two big Ironmans left yeah. uh, again there are other Ironmans too yeah. we're just quantifying what's big but what's interesting about Arizona I always joke is like the official race of official everyone's first pro race official race of Kona didn't go good right but it's interesting now because Ben Canute has said he's going to make his Ironman debut there. And it's like his backyard. I think he's doing it literally because it's like 20 minutes from yeah. his house. And then Sam Long is uh, in his like kind of very emotional Thanks. YouTube post St. George where he really like he's trying looking for redemption, I think, yeah. and kind of like want to end on a high note. And also he trains down the road yeah. in Tucson. Yeah, yes. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, So usually I hate Ironman Arizona. I kind of think it sucks. But. That, those are two interesting. It is. Americans. I've also got um, a couple of training partners doing it, so I'm quite. Nice. Ex- I'm always excited about that. I think I'm also excited actually to see Israel. Um, it's a right, regional championships, and it's got a. It, at the moment, it's got a huge number on the start list of men and women. Oh yeah, whether yeah. Every, it has, whether everyone turns it up is um, is obviously as always yet to be seen. But um, and also the first race over 65. there, sixty-five. Yeah, and I know Jan Fredino yes. was over there publicizing doing a lot of publicity work for the event last week i think so they're obviously mm-hmm. investing putting a lot into into making that a, a, yeah. a big event and looking towards the future at the uh kona after party it was the one that like all the pros who didn't like their race yeah. were like i'm gonna tell me they were like i'm gonna go to israel and i was like why what? because probably because they thought but... everyone would do arizona <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's the so it is a relatively big money race yeah. because it's a regional championship. It also has three, three slots, Kona spots for next year per because yeah. yeah. Um, so that's why a lot of them are doing it. Uh, there are sixty five to your point men on the start list, and not as many women like thirty women or twenty women. Um, 
Not a single American on the start list. Oh, uh, did we, uh, in the profile. On either? Like men and women? On either. Oh, wow. I just, yeah, 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 there's not a single American I mean, pro, it is. Which I was like... It is a big travel, isn't it? Probably. Oh, in, there it we go. It is, but like... Talking about debuts, though. India Lee is down to make her debut in, um, in Israel. So is Mickey Tagholt. And so is Mickey Tagholt from the men's side of things. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting because... Uh, at the Kona after party, Colin Chartier told me he was going to go to Israel, and then I guess he's. I don't think he was on the start. Not list. now. Yeah, 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 maybe he like reevaluated that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wonder what the travels like. I haven't looked into it. Whether it's just easier from Europe base to get there. Um, oh, I'm sure it's easier. I don't. The only reason, yeah, I was gonna say the only reason I can imagine there are no no Americans is it must be hard to get a visa right now. Yeah. Even though like yeah. usually Americans can get visas wherever the hell we want to go. It yeah, must yeah. be there must be some yeah. kind of flag on it right now. Yeah. Now, there is one other event that is happening, and it's the biggest event that one we other. haven't talked about yet. And this is a little bit of a personal plea. It is the Iron Man. No, not Iron Man. Take that back. Ultraman. Edit that. Rewind. Ultraman <laughs> World Championships in Kona over Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I will be there. I am crewing for my good friend and training partner, Dee Dee Grease Bauer. Um, I'm also doing her social media, which I think is a little bit of a liability. Nice. So this is a plea, please, all of our listeners in Bermuda and obviously around the world, we don't want to just be in Bermuda. Um, please follow Didi on Instagram. We're trying to get her over 5,000 followers, which is what she'd like, but also because it could be quite hysterical, me doing the media while she's at. But also, it's just an amazing story. Didi's 52, still oh, Didi's kicking up, yeah. ass. Um, going to Ultraman, this has been a project for her. Like She qualified before COVID and so the years, but also... Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some other pretty legit females racing as well. One being a Leander Cave, who is obviously... Oh, Leander yeah. got the funding. Because she was like trying to Kickstarter her yeah. funding. For... Yeah. So she'll be there. I apologize to the other competitors. I haven't looked at the start list yet. And funnily enough, they don't do a ranking for this race on any of the, uh, on any of the websites. But yeah, follow along for the next... That's over Thanksgiving weekend Ultraman, as well. uh, I feel like we should... Ultraman is kind of crazy. Oh. It's three days. Oh, gosh. You're going to test me it's now. A, God, it's a 10K swim, 10K swim and like a 50-mile 50, 50 bike ride the first yes. day, something like that. And then it's like, what, like uh, 150 miles the second day? The second day. Yeah, and something like that. And then the double marathon in the last Yeah, day. which I am also the yeah. run pacer for, which is a little bit worrying. Okay. And so for people who know Kona, know the island, you kind of start the swim in Kona and you swim one direction, 10K. You then ride from wherever that 10K finishes to Volcano. And then the second day is volcano rounds. So you navigate the island basically up to Harvey. Um, and then you run from Harvey down. So everybody who raced <laughs> oh, world champs, when you got to the, the turnaround at Harvey and you cycled your way back to town, just think that's what the Ultraman guys are running on day three. It has gotten more competitive too. Yeah. Not that like it wasn't, but like it's become a fairly yeah. bigger thing now. Yeah. And people do really, you do have to qualify. You do have to kind of like get in now. It's not yeah. just. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fascinating. And I think, you know, um, and there's some great athletes it is just, doing it. Yeah. That's what I'm, yeah. It is fascinating. Every time uh, the line gets set, people take it another. They're like, yeah. oh, you do Iron Man? Well, I'm going to do Ultraman. Ultra- wow. Yeah. Everyone keeps saying to me, so you're going to do it yet? And I'm like, I have no... Well, as I, it's, it's going to go one or two ways at the weekend that when I go. I'm either going to be inspired or it's going to put me off for life. <laughs> at the moment, I'm there thinking it's like the, 
the latter. I'm not that intrigued at it. I'm very happy to be there and be out there as training fodder and training bitch and support crew. But uh, that's about as far as it goes at the moment. I accidentally got my accidentally I got my lottery entry accepted to a 50 miler in the spring. So apparently that's a uh, that's what I'm going to do. Now. Oh, there we go. Well, I mean, obviously Heather Jackson yeah. did the hundred miler off the back. She had a crazy few weeks as well, like. Ironman she did. World champs and then gravel race and then a, a, a ultra run obviously triathlete uh did a story with her and everything um so it did get like it did eventually kind of like crack into the the media and stuff but it was there was a couple there was a week or two there where it just like it was kind of like no one it wasn't like well known right? right it was all like hey guys heather's like doing some weird like she's doing this race and then she's doing that race and yeah yeah i mean so kind of if you look at you know, you look at Christian and Gustav's race schedule for the last few months, but then look at what Heather's done across, like, yes, Christian and Gustav have different, different distances, but, and okay, for Heather, it's still cycling and running, but, like, off-road stuff is pretty pretty different, and just crazy distances. Pretty crazy. Yeah. She did pretty well at Havelina, too. Yeah. It's, like, this race around the desert. Yeah. Um, I've been there. And she ended up fifth. Uh, she was, like, in second or third for She was leading, while. I think, uh, leading for a bit I, as well. Yeah. But then the last uh, last ten miles, yeah. fifteen miles, I think were yeah. brutal, brutal. <laughs> but it's cool. It's cool to see. It's cool to see. It's really cool to see. So, yeah. uh, the ultra guys who do a lot, li- they do a live feed of Havelina. They said they got all these all these random triathletes showing up in their live feed. And they were like, "Who? What? <laughs> what, what is, is going happening? on? You see <laughs> what is going Crossing on? over from sport to sport. <laughs> exactly, it's amazing. So that's actually so that that's like. Um, in your newsletter, which if people don't know about, subscribe to the triathlon-ish newsletter. There you go. Free plug for you. Um, you mentioned um, the women's cycling newsletter. Um, and it's that's a friend of mine in Girona, Amy, that writes that. And she said, I messaged her saying, oh, I saw that like Kelly gave you a mention and vice versa. She's like, yeah, I suddenly got all these subscribers from like triathlon. I didn't know where they'd come from. <laughs> like, who are these, who people? are these people? What is happening? <laughs> triathletes we're just gonna take over the world it's fine yeah (laughs) all right we'll be back uh we will have uh interviews next week and then we will kind of go from there and i will be in another actually not another country i'll be in another state (laughs) next week another state it's another we're just doing each podcast is like a different state or a different country we're going for (laughs) (laughs) well good luck with that (laughs) 